and we have Mr. I stay Today's broadcast is being brought to you by WokeSkipTracing.com. Look up phone numbers and email addresses with ease, with pricing as low as only 15 cents per match. Not per search, per match. If there's no number or email address, you don't pay. Get accurate data in just minutes. WokeSkipTracing.com. That's WokeSkipTracing.com. Dang off. See, I, I need to make one of these little rooms here a studio. Huh? Oh, yeah. That'd be a good idea. Oh, but yeah. I don't be live streaming like that that much. I mean, yeah. I got a studio at home, you know, yeah. but everything been so digital lately. Yeah. It's a little bit different. So it's, yeah, um, yeah. it's uh, you know, this game is wide open, though, man. See, we try, I'm trying to get my board like you. Oh, yeah, yeah. You move it up. That's all that matters. Yeah, I closed the deal what, yesterday. Up, I'm closing man. another one on Monday. That's what's up, though. Yeah, I be doing them terms yeah. deals. You got to, you, you, you got to, um, you know, a lot of people think highly of you, though. Know, you know, I heard some guys talk good about you. Yeah, you know, they like the support. You know, people people definitely see that for sure. Yep, you, you know, gotta right? support and break bread with everybody yeah. and yeah. spread the wealth around. Yeah. We live on Facebook and YouTube. We live. All right, cool, cool. Let's get it, let's get That's it. right, we are now live with my bro all the way from the south. Yes, sir. Real Estate Diddy. Keith sure. Everett Jr. What up, bro? What's going on, man? First and foremost, cool, definitely cool. want to say I appreciate you. You know, let me come, you know, into your establishment. You know, uh, definitely didn't walk with me with nothing but love as always, as you show. Most and, definitely uh, even got you, know, you some water right there. Got, you got you the ain't even thought it was for look, you. Look, <laughs> got the water right there. <laughs> Alkaline, not no cheap two cent water. Yes, sir. Me. Yes, sir. But, man, no, I appreciate it, man. And I uh, just wanted to come in here and stop by live in person. And uh, see if we can get the people some gems and see what we can do. You know Most what I mean? Definitely. That's what I'm talking about. So I know you yeah. uh, You only been, how long you been doing real estate now for? Man, I've been doing it for like four years now. Actually, it's a little bit over four years. I started in February 2014. I'm sorry, 2016 rather. And uh, I mean, I kicked it off, man. I got right into it. You know, I learned about it. You know, I was uh, following, you know, a lot of successful pages on, uh, on Instagram because you got to think about it, you know. Believe it or not, they say you are what you eat, you are what you follow. Mm. You know, a lot of people don't realize that. What are you what you following determines what your mindset is. You know what I mean? Because naturally, you know, you 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 consuming certain things and that's what you think about. So I said I want to change that. Found a guy, Nick Ruiz. Uh, he had like a webinar. He said, Hey, you know, I can teach you how to flip houses with no money down. And I'm thinking at the time, I ain't had no money, so I'm like, mm, that sound like, me that's, up. that's my style though. You actually gonna go with your style is. So after that, man, I just started my journey. You know, I uh, copped the book, I read it. As I was reading it, I was taking action. I was uh, putting my action plan together, you know, when I was reading the book. And I said, a lot of people need to do that. Yeah, you know read. I mean? Don't just read the books. A lot of times we can read a book and we really never, you know, put the information to work. But if you're making an action plan while you're reading a book, then guess what? Nine times out of ten, you're going to take action. So uh, that was just my thing, you know? Most definitely. Yeah, you know, just learning this stuff ain't going to do no good. I just yeah. did a coaching call last night with somebody. And yeah. he was like, yeah, I have analysis paralysis. I'm like, man, if you don't do nothing else, if, I, yeah. if anything we talk about here, please go take action on it. Yeah. Don't just consume it and act yeah. like, you know, just keep piling up. Because it's information yeah. overload, right? Exactly. Do you exactly. see that with a lot of people that's kind of getting into yeah. the business where they feel like they just got to get all the answers yeah. first? Yeah. I mean, it's going on more than ever right now. You know what I mean? I mean, I'm a, I'm a guy that, you know, I offer a lot of help to people as well. So you got to think about it. When people are going, you know, they're getting so much information, you will get stuck and you will never take action. 
Mm. You know what I mean? That's why I try to just focus on a thing at a time so that way that I can actually put into action and not just, I even stop myself. When I feel like I'm doing too many things, I stop myself because I realize I'm really about to do nothing. You know what I mean? When you when you consume it so much and you think you're about to take action on so much, you're really going to end up not doing nothing because you ain't going to know which way you need to turn. You know what I mean? It's a lot of people, you know, teaching the game today. That were, it wasn't that many people when, we, you know, when I was getting in the game. So now they got so many different options, not necessarily a bad thing, but as you said, though, that can cause people to not take no action at all. And yeah, I did want to ask you about that. I know a lot of people come in, they say they want a mentor, they want a coach. Yeah. How do they, how would a person know they're ready for a mentor or a coach? I would say, man, I would say you need to take action first on your own. You know what I mean? If you're relying on somebody to coach you up to do something that you're already supposed to have in your heart or in your mind, then you're misleading yourself. You know, just like basketball. Before you ever can get on a basketball team, you got to have some type of desire to want to play ball. Just like real estate. You got to have some type of desire to want to take action before you start getting a mentor or something like that. And just whoever you get, man, just make sure they know what they're talking about. It's, it's different, you know, it's different levels to, you know, having a mentor or somebody, you know, being a mentor. You know, if you only did a few deals, then, I mean, of course you need to coach the newbies. You know, if you did, you, you know, you're making 50 to 60,000, and you can start teaching people how to do a little bit more. You know right, what I mean? Right. So it's or, levels to this. It's levels to it, though. You know what I mean? So make sure that your mentor is can teach you the level that you need to be taught at. You know mm. what I mean? Because you can be misled. You may get a mentor who uh be making a hundred. You know, you may be making a hundred thousand dollars a month in real estate, and you making that already. So you may not get the information that you're looking for because they may not be on the level that you need to be mentored at. So you need somebody that's going to stretch you out exactly. to pull you up to the next level. Exactly, exactly. It's important. It's Most important. Definitely. Because, you know, yeah. everybody like, yeah, I just need a mentor. I need a coach. And it's like yeah. they really lack motivation. Right. Exactly. It's not really that the coach or mentor are going to come in and solve all yeah. the problems. They're just not internally wanting to step up to exactly. the plate and do what they need to do. Exactly, exactly. And that can cause a mentor to not only, uh, you know, they can get a mentor can get discouraged a little bit. Uh, well, I ain't going to say that because if you're not looking to take action, it's not, it don't have anything to do with me. Right. But at the same time, as a mentor, you do want to see the person get the results. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? So that's that's important. Results are everything. I know that's yeah. right. So, yeah. So, um, you know, so people should wait before they get a mentor, get the basics down themselves yeah. first, so that yeah. at least when they go to that person, yeah. they kind of have some kind of concepts that you yeah. can. And they can take you serious as well, though. You know what I mean? Because as you, you have students... Somebody who actually may have did a deal or two, not necessarily a hundred deals, you know, you take them a little bit more serious. You're like, okay, I at least know that they're, they're going to take action because they did do a deal. Right. And that's why I have over 200 free videos right on YouTube. People can go watch for free at their so, leisure. Learn yeah. the basics. Now you want to get yeah. some advanced stuff, come on yeah. and holler at me versus yes, coming in like, I don't know nothing. That's going to be bad, right? Yeah. Yeah. If they're not willing to watch your YouTube videos, why would, why would they be, you know, looking for mentorship? You know what I mean? If yeah. you're not willing to do the free stuff, I mean, well, sometimes people, they take what they pay more, you know, than what they get free. So, mm -hmm. but they need to watch the videos, though, you know, just to take action. Yeah, because, so, yeah, I would agree with that. Yeah. So, do you uh, have videos and stuff like that, too, with content? You train people up? Man, I got, uh, I do videos on Instagram. Uh, I actually got an acquisition course, uh, Master Art of Acquisitions 101. Uh, 60 plus videos on the course. Uh, live videos of me on calls. I'm teaching. I'm breaking everything down in modules. But uh, I am getting ready to start a YouTube page, though. So uh, shout out to my guy, B. Cole. Uh, he's definitely making our YouTube page right now. 
So I'm gonna start dropping a lot more content, and uh, we're just gonna just roll it out like that. We'll keep it moving. Right, right. So yeah. in today's age, a lot of people feel like you know the COVID nineteen is yeah. stopping them from being successful and things like that. What is your thought on the the, the state of the industry right now? We hustling, man. We hustling. The real hustlers, they hustling hard right now. You know what I mean? Like we we going harder than ever because it make you in times of, of turmoil, it make you use your instincts to a different level. Mm -hmm. So now, like the, the the real hustlers who was already hustling already. You know, everybody, you know, guys like yourself, we waking up every day like it's, it's time to get it. You know, and the real hustlers see other hustlers hustling and they make them get motivated too. So you're like, ah, oh, yeah, I need to use my ideas and bring them to life. But we, we rocking and rolling right now. We're very, very consistent. Uh, we taking less risk as far as just locking up any type of deal. So that way that we make sure everything we lock up, it gets sold right now. You know, you got to just vet your cash buyers out, see what they feeling right now, see what they not feeling, what prices they paying. What percentage of the ARV are they buying at? They looking to flip the property, looking to use it as a rental property, are they uh, doing any private money lending right now? You know mm -hmm. what I mean? So you just got to just vet out your cash buyers, man. The way we do it, uh, we got like a little web form, you know, through Podio, and uh, we just, you know, send out a text blast or email blast to them and kind of just requalify them and see what they're looking to do right now. Mm, so that's important to make sure we know where yeah. people are standing because a lot yeah. of people kind of backed off like, oh, yeah. I don't know what the economy's going to do. I'm afraid. I'm just going to yeah. do nothing. Well, see, the thing is, though, I'm the type of person, I'm going to keep keep hustling until I find out what the next move is. You know, there's no way that if you're a real hustler, you sitting back because a pandemic happened and you sitting back trying to wait on what's the next move with the world. You need to keep on moving, keep on moving until you get knocked off your block and then you figure out what the next, you're going to know the next move. Mm. You know, so I keep just we just kept hustling, man, and just going even harder. Uh, we was in the office now, we're doing everything virtual, but you know, we're still going hard. So, All right. how's the morale of your team and stuff been since y'all been having to work from home? Are they been yeah. working better, or how do you think they've been feeling about stuff? Oh, uh, they've been working better. I think they've been working better, you know what I mean? Because it's like everybody, you know, they got to fight for their you know, fight for their life right now. These people are married, these people got kids. You know what I mean? So they got to take it even more serious, even when we're not around every day. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So I think it brought us clo uh, closer. It brought us closer together. Uh, you know, we did affirmations even when we was in the office. But now we praying. We added the prayer every morning to that. And uh, everybody, man, we got you know we tight niche because this is a real situation that happened in the world. So I brought everybody together. You ain't gonna never forget who you were surviving in the pandemic with. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? You ain't gonna never forget that, man. So this is a classic time. A lot of times that we look at a classic when it's 10, 15, 20 years down the line. But right now, we live in the classic times. I think it should be appreciated that way. That pop, yeah, you're right. And I think a lot of the stuff that's going on right now might not change. You know, the wearing of the yeah, mask and all of this different normal, stuff, the social distancing. When is it ever going to go yeah, away? It's the new normal, man. That's why, you know, you see cats like, you know, from where I'm from, you know, you see like some of the, you know, so-called OGs, they talking about what they used to do. Mm. You know what I mean? Because they never could evolve. Right. You know, so you're looking at somebody, you know, maybe as like an OG, but he never evolved into the times. And right now, this times like this determines who's going to be uh, the guys who go for longevity, who's going to be the OGs, you know, who the real guys in the sport or, you know, in real estate. Because, you know, times like this, it, it, it calls you to have to evolve right now. So just like you, you're doing the creative financing, you're turning up on that. You know what I mean? We already know you know about the wholesale. So just like myself, you know, we turning up on the, you know, the creative financing, mm -hmm. um, not just that, but you know, the the passive income, you know, right. the active income. You still got to get some of that. Got to have to make sure the credit right. You know what I mean? Got to get some of that internet digital. You know what I mean? So yeah, you, you you got to get ready for this. I feel like in the next twelve to eighteen months, I think the currency gonna be digital. I think the paper money is going out of style. Mm, you know what I mean? What make you think that? 
man, I've been reading a lot of articles, man. You see China, they just changed their currency to digital. Mm. You know what I mean? So, I mean, it's only a matter of time, you know. Yeah, a lot of people here in America don't realize how powerful, you know, cryptocurrency and all this different yeah. stuff, because they use that stuff overseas. We yeah, just not yeah. really up on it here yeah, in America, yeah, like in Korea and, and, and different be, places. They and do. They be they be kind of quicker to us on that type of stuff. Yeah. So it's like you can't only just look at the United States and see what the trends is. You got to be able to have a global type of mindset to see what the other continents or the other countries is doing. You know how they moving, what currency they using. You know what I mean? So yeah. I, I I try to pay attention to stuff like that as much as possible. I ain't, I ain't gonna say I just study the stuff, but when something I do see something, it do catch my eye. Yeah, that's smart. You got to see what the world is doing because everybody yeah. has. You know, we got this thing that America's everything and the world yeah. isn't any even out there. Right. It's a whole planet of millions of billions of people out there. Facts. We thinking all about our city, our state, our little area. Yeah. We're just a dot on the map. Facts, no facts, man, and uh. And that's why, man, like I'm in Alabama right now, you know, be honest, it's just a little bit slower. You know, that's why I start, you know, traveling and, and, and connecting with people from the uh, East Coast, Midwest, uh, the West Coast, because, you know, you want to be able to go to the faster cities or the larger cities and see how they hustling. Then you want to bring it back to your city. I think that's important, though. You know what I mean? You don't got to wait and change with the with the times of that city that you in. If you in a, 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 a city with a less population, Find out what the guys in the higher population cities is doing, bring that to the less population, and then you can turn our way up. And that's what we did with the real estate. Most definitely. You're yeah. bringing big ideas to the small city. Yeah. That's smart. Yeah. Cool, cool. So so a person, um, so a person that's kind of getting into this business yeah. and they want to uh, you know, elevate their mind and stuff, what are some resources, books, podcasts, stuff like that a person could kind of look into to kind of get their mind right to be a good yeah. entrepreneur? I would say first and foremost. Uh, definitely, you know, you, you just said you got 200 videos on YouTube. I mean, that's, that's, I mean, that's rhetorical right there. So, I mean, definitely, I mean, I hope for you For free. Yeah, I mean, how you going to take the free so stuff? We, we get that out of the way first and foremost. Uh, secondly, uh, I mean, there's a ton of other guys on YouTube as well, depending on which niche that you're looking to do. Uh, I know the, the All In guys just came out with a book. Uh, they got a wholesaling book. My guy, Nick Ruiz, he got a wholesaling book. Um, I would say, man, I mean... It's a, it's a, I mean, it's a lot of people teaching the game, man. I mean, you got, uh, you got real estate groups on Facebook. Uh, I'm pretty sure you got a group. Uh, I mean, it's a lot of groups out there, man. I mean, you can get in one of those groups. Whole town, uh, wholesaling houses full time. Got like a hundred thousand members. Uh, so it's, it's, it's a lot of different people that you can learn from in the game. So you just got to really just, you know, you just got to pick what you want to do. Uh, guys like me, you can follow me for free. I mean, I'm doing it every day, all day. You know, on Instagram. Uh, I do get on Twitter sometimes, I do get on Facebook, and uh, just follow some of the biggest cats in the game, man. I mean, it's that simple, and it's going to lead you to the way. So how do you think about that? So should a person pick one person yeah. to go deep on their content, or take yeah. two or three people and try to cherry pick off? I, like? I would advise somebody if they could find that one person. I mean, because I, I think that as you get to a higher level, you're able to multitask different people to learn from, but I think that once you get into the game, you need to pick that one person to lead you out the situation that you're in. You know, not necessarily just get your first deal, but it's not just getting your first deal. We're talking about you changing your lifestyle. You're changing your life. You might be behind on your bills. You may be working a job that you hate. Mm. So you got to pick that person 
who can carry you out not only to get your first deal, but to get you out of your situation. That's important. Wow. Out of that situation on to the next level. Now, that's right. great. That's, that's powerful right. right there because a lot of people don't think about that. We're thinking about yeah. right now, yeah. I need $5,000 or right. I need $10,000. we trying to get that quick, fast money yeah. instead yeah. of thinking for the long money. Yeah. Exactly. And that's one of the reasons why the rich stay rich and the poor stay poor. Facts. Would you agree? Yes, sir. Yes, sir, man. That's a, uh, that's a big thing, man. And uh, people, man, you just you got to continuously educate yourself, man. That's something that I, I try to pride myself on. Uh, sometimes my biggest problem is, like we just talking about, I, you know, I see too many good books and, you know, I want to read them all. And, some, you know, sometimes I get stuck and don't read none at all. So that's a good example. But I like to, I like to educate myself. I, I do a lot of reading. Uh, I follow a lot of other guys. You know what I mean? I like to, I mean, I'm always learning, man. I never want to feel like, uh, that I'm on the top of the the top of the hill because at that very very moment that I'm thinking like that, you know that's the moment that I can start to diminish. So I try to be, remain a student. Uh, you know, read a lot of books. I do a lot of spiritual cleansing. I pray a lot. Uh, you know, I try to meditate a lot. So I mean, those those type of stuff that I do. You know what I mean? I right, think it's right. So meditating, prayer, stuff yeah. like that. That's something you do on a regular basis every yeah, yeah, day to keep day. your mind right. Every day, man. Work. Try to work out. You know, and just and just. It really just have some time to reflect, man. I think that's important. Reflect on your day. Every day you should sit down at the end of the day, you know, whether you're just relaxing, the kids might be in bed, or you, you may not have no kids, but you need to be reflecting on that day that you just completed. You know what I mean? That's important, man, so that way you can prepare yourself for the next day. I take a lot of notes on my phone. You know, I really don't do too much writing down on paper. I take a lot of notes on my phone, man, and sometimes you got to write how you're feeling at that moment because sometimes that you can write how you're feeling, you know what I mean? And you can come up out that feeling if you're feeling a bad way. So Wow, definitely. So what is your uh, take on goals? Do you think everybody should have long-term goals, short-term goals, yep. um, work on their goals every day? Yep. What, do you, what is your position? I like short-term goals, man. I like long-term goals, but sometimes it's hard for me to make long-term goals because I feel like, you know, the way that, you know, I feel like I've been, you know, God been blessing me. I feel like it's been happening quicker than, than I wanted to, you know, than I thought it would happen, right? Mm -hmm. So sometimes the long-term goals is hard for me because I feel like I'm short myself and I hate to short myself, right? Mm -hmm. But that's why I like short-term goals because I got to take immediate action towards what I'm looking to do. You know what I mean? Everybody should reverse engineer your goals. It's this book called 12-Week Year. If you get that book, I promise you it's going to teach you how to be way more effective and how to break down not only the year, not only the months, not only the weeks, but it's going to teach you how to break down the days and break it all the way down to the hours. So that's, that's, that's very important, man. Wow. So you definitely should be breaking down everything quarterly as well. So that way that you don't look at the year too whole and you take better steps of action. Mm. So, yeah. so look at it in a short term so that you can pull yourself to the future. Exactly. Actually take action on it today yep. and not delay. Because, you know, a lot of people are like, yep. oh, one day I'm going to do this. One day I'm going to do that. Like everybody, yeah. I'm going to write a book one day. I wrote right. a book just to do right. it. I didn't really right. have no motivation to write a book yeah. other than everybody saying, I'm going to write a book one day. I said, I'm right. going to write a book just because everybody's exactly. saying they're doing it. Exactly. Just so I can say I did it. Right. 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 <laughs> you know, that's crazy. But, you that's know, dope, like, I mean, that's, that's, that's nice, though. You yeah, know I mean? you know, and, and that's the thing. You know, a lot of stuff out here is kind of like, you know, it, it's kind of like a Jedi mind trick. They trick yeah. us. Yeah. yeah. They put this shiny object and make us think. You know, right. we cannot do something. We can do anything we want to do, exactly. right? Exactly, man. You can do whatever. I really feel like I can do anything. You know what I mean? I just don't underestimate the work that it's going to take for me to be able to do it. I really feel like you can do anything. Right. You know what I mean? Because if I made out the situation I was in to this situation, I mean, if this only been four years, imagine four and a half more years. I can't even imagine it. Mm. You can do anything as long as you're willing 
to accept the work that it's going to take to be able to put in to get what you need to get. Wow. So take me back to that time of the situations you were in, some of the yep. pain, some of the trials and tribulations that kind of had to make you snap and say, wake up and say, yeah. what the hell? Let me change something. I don't care what nobody say. I feel like being broke could be traumatized. Mm. You know what I mean? Being broke can be traumatizing because of all of the events that happens while you don't have any money. You know, let's think about the hit that you take mentally, spiritually, emotionally. You know what I mean? All the 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 uh, the, the, the slips on your door saying that utilities is off or they about to get cut off. Wow. You about to get evicted. You know what I mean? You lose your vehicle. You know, you may have somebody that you thought was uh, that was around you that you thought was real. They may fold on you. Mm. Lady may leave you, may get a divorce. You don't know what to happen. So I feel like that, you know, when I was going through my situation, um, I was I was hurt, man. I was hurt being broke. It hurt. Yeah. I remember one day I was so broke, I wanted to throw up. Ooh. You know what I mean? You know, I had to sell all my furniture. I sold everything. I ain't had no no couch, no table. Man, I ain't had no... At one point, I was, I was sleeping on a box spring at one point. You know what I mean? And... I was, I was like, damn, only thing I had was my books. You mm. know what I mean? I just wanted to be closer to God, and I just wanted to be able to educate myself out of my situation. Mm -hmm. you know, I feel sorry for myself for so long, and then I look myself in the mirror like, listen, every day you feel sorry for yourself, it's a day that you got to redo over. Mm. You know what I mean? Every day that you feel sorry for yourself, you're going to have to redo that day if you're trying to get closer to success or get closer to getting out of your situation. So that's just how I looked at it, you know what I mean? Wow. So I just I just hopped up and just said, you know what? Whatever it take, whatever it take. I was going to sell my apartment complex refrigerator for a minute. Wow. And I was going to put it back yours. in there. It yeah, it your mind. Damn. But you got to be able to do whatever it take, though. No matter what it take, if you if you tell yourself no excuses and you live by that, then guess what? I guarantee you're going to get out of your situation. God mm. didn't put us here just to be struggling. Right, right. It's, it's different sides to this. Why wouldn't you want to see the other side? Mm -hmm. Why would you just want to see one side, you know, for your whole life? Right. I want to see what the other side is like. And you want, I want to help people to be able to see what the other side is like. You know what I mean? Most definitely. And so you mentioned something there in regards to success. How do you define success? Man, success, it, it, means, it's different. it means something different to everybody. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? To me, I just think that just being able to do what I want to do. I ain't got to have a billion dollars. You know, that's not really my goal. You know, I just want all my family just to be able to get out of their situation. Nobody had to worry, you know what I mean? Of course, I want to be a multi-millionaire, of course. Most definitely. But uh, I want to be able to help a lot of people out. I think that will play, I think that's the one of the true definitions of success is reaching back and helping another person get a chance to experience their same feeling or the same lifestyle. So success to me is just getting my family out of their situations and being able to help other people around the world to be able to get out of these situations. I want to touch millions of people, man. Most you know, definitely, because they say yeah. a broke person can't help nobody but themselves because they worried about you're the selfish. two feet around them. You're selfish if you're broke. You know what I mean? When you don't want to get up in the morning, that's very, very selfish because you're thinking about yourself again. You mm. know what I mean? If you, any time that you're supposed to get up and work out or you're supposed to get up and do something, don't think about you. When you think about you, you're going to think about why you didn't want to do it. But if you think about somebody else, for some reason you just get more strength when you're thinking about others. You know what I mean? So uh, just imagine if you help out others instead of just trying to help out yourself. Imagine what kind of strength come with that too. Right, right. Yeah. So I even ask people, how many people have you helped today? How many problems have you yeah. solved today? You know, yeah. these are the things that make things happen for other people. When yeah. you're just always worried about me, what's in it for yeah. me? You're going to yeah. lose, right? If you're worrying about your pockets, you know, more than, more than other people, then guess what? You're going to have problems with your pockets. Mm. You know what I mean? Because the thing is this, even when I'm on the phone talking to a seller, right, I'm thinking about them. 
I'm thinking about how can I help this person out of their situation. We know the money. We got, we got to talk about the money. We got to negotiate the price. You know what I mean? You got to negotiate that. But just imagine if you're spending your time, you know, figuring out how you can solve this seller's problem. And I guarantee you, the money is going. The money talk going to be easy. Exactly. You know what I mean? Because the rapport is built. Yeah. They know you, like you, trust. And just like people be talking about, like they worry about cars and stuff like that, or big mansions and stuff like that. And that come with the money. That come with the. That come with the grind. That come with the success. Mm -hmm. You know, success has a reward. Mm -hmm. I don't think hard about things like that because I understand it come along with it. It's automatic. You know I mean? Just like when you're talking to the seller, talk about the problems, figure out how to solve the problems, offer the benefits around the problems, right? Mm -hmm. Then you're going to talk about the money and it's going to be more understood. See, a lot of people throwing out prices and they're not understood. Mm. If, they don't understood if they don't understand the reason that you're saying the prices you need to get the house for, how can you expect them to accept it? Nope, it's not possible. Some people do accept it because they're so motivated, but somebody who motivated but may be analytical, they may not accept that because you haven't really told them or made them understand why you need to be at the prices you need to be at. You know what oh, I mean? Oh, wow. So, so you're saying some powerful stuff here. So when it comes to, you know, talking to sellers, negotiating and stuff like yeah. that, I mean, what are some ways you can kind of identify the type of person you're dealing with? Man, you got to listen. You know, when I first get on the phone with a seller, that first hello, you know, that first time I say, hey, how you doing today? That first response, I'm trying to check their temperature and see what kind of person that I'm dealing with. I think people underestimate that. I know a lot of people say, including myself, the first 10 seconds, you need to find a way to build rapport. I think the first second, one second, that first thing that they say, you got to figure out what kind of tonality they got, what kind of person you can be talking to. So that way that when you start that call off, you understand who you're dealing with. Somebody who emotional, guess what? You may have to take a little bit more time with them. Mm. You got to cater to them. They may not make that decision that day. Mm -hmm. Emotional people sometimes be so emotional they may they may not be the type of people to make quick decisions. Some of them can. Right. Right. If you talk to somebody who analytical, that person may not sign that contract on the first time, or if they do, they may they may make you go through it so much, or they may got so many questions about it before they sign. A lot of times, those are the people that say, you know what, give me to tonight. I'm gonna talk to you tomorrow. If you understand what type of person that you're dealing with, you ain't going to be mad when it happened to you. You're going to understand it. Mm -hmm. You're talking to a red seller. Those are my favorite type of sellers. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because everybody run from That's when you got to jump in <laughs> expert mode on them. Mm -hmm. You know, that's when you got to really know what the houses are going for and know how to position the seller. So when I'm talking to a red, they come at me real fast. Hey, I understand that you want a price right now. I plan on giving you a large amount of money in a short period of time. So if I can just ask you just a few questions. Uh, it'll help me to be able to approve a certain amount of offer or a certain amount of money for you, right? Right, right. You know what I mean? I understand that you need to go. I'm actually getting ready to walk into a meeting right now myself. I just need about five minutes of your time. You got to slow them down and bring them down, them down to your You got to slow them down and jump in expert mode. I want to see if we can get something approved for you today in the finance department. I'm actually one of the buying specialists for the team right here. I am a part of the investment team. I want to see what we can get approved for you today. Mm. I want to see if we can get something approved so we can officially secure the funds for you today. Right. You know what I mean? So after we get this signed up, it's going to go straight to transactions. We've got two transactional specialists. And we'll sit over to the title attorney. We'll get the title work started. Mm -hmm. you got to be on your game, though. you got to already it's, have that ready red, to go. A red will knock you off your block if you're not ready yet. Because they're coming aggressive. Um, they're pushing you. Yeah, they're making you do stuff. Have you thought about fixing it up yourself? Have you got some quotes for the house? You know, do you know what it's going to take to be able to fix it up? You know, you got to be on all that. you got to right, be right. on all that. So would you consider uh, one of those sellers to be like one of those know-it-all sellers or they know everything? Oh, I know they never know, know more than us. Like if you're in this business, you got to think about this, right? We talking to most sellers than they ever talk to. Right. Think about it, though. You can own 20 houses 
Mm-hmm. And I might not even own one house, and I done talk to way more people than you talk to. <laughs> That's because right. Because the way that we the way that we get into what we doing is different. Mm-hmm. He may have bought twenty houses from somebody. You know, if you wholesaling, you got to think you're talking to hundreds and hundreds and hundreds and thousands really of people. Mm-hmm. So you got you really got more experience with dealing with you know with, with, with property. Whether you talking about comping, or you talking about the area, mm-hmm. you know what I mean. So man, you already got to if you you got to listen. A real cash buyer. He's not stumbling on the phone. He's not being timid on the phone. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Anytime you have talked to a cash buyer, they know exactly what they want. Yeah. You know what I mean? So if you're on the phone with a seller and we're saying that we're going to take the property off the seller's hand, if you're being timid, that don't, that don't sound like no real cash buyer. Sound lightweight. That could be the reason that you don't get the deal signed. Mm, so that's important. So confidence on confidence the phone is, is everything. everything. It's everything. Most definitely. Everything. If you yeah. sound lost, they don't even want to work with you. Nah, they can feel it. They can feel you, and you can you can feel energy from over the phone. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? If you if you act timid, guess what? You can give them the price that they absolutely want it. But if they feel that you're timid, they may go with somebody who's way more confident, and they may even offer the less price. But they may feel more comfortable with this with this person. Mm. Some people want money. Some people want they want to get the property off, and they want comfort. Yeah, they you want the ease. You want to make yeah. it easy for that exactly. seller. That's exactly. what I was telling the guy I was uh, on the stream with last night. I'm like, you got to make it easy. If you make it yeah. difficult, they just going to, yeah. you know, that gives them a reason to get out. I want to make exactly. it so easy that it's like, all I had to do was that? Oh, man, I can do that easily. That's it. Sign that's right it. here. That's <laughs> it. That's it. Okay, the paperwork. Yes, sir. So that's cool, cool. So we are streaming live right on uh, YouTube, right? Any uh, comments or anything on there? Any questions? If y'all have any questions, yes, sir. comments, concerns, let me know. We can try to get them addressed before we wrap this thing up. We on live with Real Estate Diddy. Yes, sir. Come all yes, the way sir. in, <clears throat> dropping jewels, live yeah. and in action right now yeah. in St. Louis. So um, I know you say, uh, so you do a lot of traveling and stuff like that. Yeah. Are you looking yeah. to invest in other markets and things like yeah, that? Yeah, man. We actually in uh, like five different markets. Uh, we in two markets in Alabama, Huntsville, and Birmingham, uh, Charlotte, North Carolina. Uh, we actually just got in Charlotte. Uh, we in Atlanta, Georgia. We love Atlanta. We love Atlanta actually a lot. Uh, we are uh, in Houston. We just got in Houston. So uh, those are the markets that we in right now. So uh, I'm, I'm planning on. I don't want to just wholesale in those markets. Right. I want to get to the point that we may be doing a fix and flip. We may be holding some rental properties. Uh, creative finance in those markets. So we we want to. You got to be globally, man. You yeah. know what I mean? Like. If they got offshore bank accounts, then you need to be thinking in your in your country. You need to learn how to move. You know, if you ain't moving to another state, you don't know how to move through another state or buy real estate in another state. Then you know that don't that don't you you really playing too small. So right, I want right. to play bigger. I know that's right. What is your thought on people that feel like wholesalers are taking advantage of people or getting them getting their price too low? There's people with this mindset that come into this game. What do you think about that? I think this man, honestly. Um, I think the uh, the service that we provide is very very key. Uh, it's very very unorthodox kind of, and uh, some of these people they need to get a house gone in in maybe seven days, mm. right? So if you listing your property on the market, it's so much stuff that you got to go through to be able to get your house sold. It may take up to thirty days. You know what I mean? Oh, like oh. we we doing a one page agreement. They can sign a one page agreement, and we got cash buyers, or we could buy it ourselves in seven days. Just think how quick that. Just think how less of time that it takes to fill out one page a one page agreement, and you can get the the house sold in seven days, and your your whole situation have changed, and you just put fifty thousand in your pocket. Mm. So just think about really what kind of service we really provide. You know what I mean? You know a lot of people don't have to go in and out the house. You know what I mean? Like you gotta have listings. You may be like, man, my house is not presentable. 
You know what I mean? We make it real, real comfortable for a person. Mm. So I think that the service that we provide is great, man. You know, that speed, you know, we still can create around these benefits. You know what I mean? We're still helping them get into a new place. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I think that wholesaling is great, man. I mean, it's, it's great. It's great. I agree with that. Yeah. Someone had a question. I think there's a question. It says, uh, Loyalty Royalty says, sub two with two uh, tenants, are we buying? What's the plays, OG? So they buying a subject two, and it's got tenants already. I guess that's what I'm hearing. Um, and my thought, I mean, you want to try that or are you good? Uh, I mean, I mean, uh, the subject twos that we acquire, like I got one right. We have never did one with a tenant. I'll say that. Yeah. So I'm not really familiar with situations like that. Any sub two that we do, we like the property to be vacant. Exactly. We yeah. want to control the property because I don't. Yeah. Me personally, I don't even want traditional renters. I would yeah. prefer, rather have like a rent-to-own tenant buyer, somebody else, because I don't want to get into that property management, yeah. dealing with maintenance, repairs, and all the other trials and tribulations of making yourself become a disgruntled landlord. Because we buy a lot of properties right. from disgruntled landlords, and I don't want to ever be one. <laughs> right. right. So what I would say for that situation is uh, look at the numbers, look at the situation of the tenants. Do the tenants want to stay? Uh, you can also look and see if you can convert that tenant to a tenant buyer or either finance the deal to them. You lock up the deal with the seller and you finance it back to the people that's living in it. Work with them, depending on their situation, and try to make it a win-win for everybody. You know, And if it's a short term and you know the tenant's going to leave, set it up to where you get the house and uh, you know the tenant's leaving, you do what you got to do from there. Any other Sorry. questions over Sorry. there? All right, cool, cool. So give this yes, video sir. a thumbs up, give it a like, give it a share. We were real estate diddy. Yes, sir. And so, um, bro, when it comes to this, uh, you know, trying to learn this game, you say get on the internet, yeah. learn it, pick you one person you want to go deep, yeah. go deep, get the content, and take action. Just take action, man. Just go towards it, man. What if you don't know? What if we like, I don't know what to do. I mean, I'm lost. Yeah. yeah. What do you do then? Man, so uh, <laughs> honestly, you may have to reach out to somebody in that case. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I mean, I feel like that there's enough information out there for a person to be able to know exactly what to do, especially now in 2020. You know what I mean? It's too many books out there. You know, you telling me that if you watch 200 of my guys' videos, you ain't going to know what to do? <laughs> it's not possible. I got seller calls, you know buyer saying? calls, interviews with VAs, everything you can do in the business, live stream exactly. on the internet, and they saying I don't see the answer. See, come on, man. It's kind of lazy, that's right? That's not acceptable, you know? That's not acceptable. So, uh, it's like I said, man, that's all you got to do, man. Just, just study the game. You know, you're going to get it. You're going to get it if you're a hustler. If you, if you got some type of action in you, you know what I mean? You can get on, so you can get on my man's or get on mine's, my IG live, and you'll be like, damn, he on the phone right now. You know what I mean? I see how you're supposed to talk to the seller. You know, not necessarily just, you know, the stuff that I'm coming out saying, but, but look at how I position the seller. Mm-hmm. Look how I create that urgency. So you just gotta just be a you gotta be a student, man. You gotta remain a student. You gotta be a student, and I feel like if you if you going towards it, if you if you putting yourself in that world, then eventually it's gonna consume you. So, wow. uh, another question, uh, introverted investors. What if you're working by yourself? I hear people say to tell people you'll talk to the manager or turn it over to someone else. But what should I say uh, if it's just me? Today's broadcast is being brought to you by WokeSkipTracing.com. Look up phone numbers and email addresses with ease, with pricing as low as only 15 cents per match. Not per search, per match. If there's no number or email address, you don't pay. Get accurate data in just minutes. WokeSkipTracing.com. That's WokeSkipTracing.com. I would say this, man. In that case, if you don't have a partner, you know, I wouldn't say I would have to turn it over to a manager 
or in our case, uh, a finance manager or a buying specialist, I would just say, hey, listen, you know what? I'm the relationship person in the company. That's the reason why I'm speaking to you right now. Let me do this. Uh, let me speak to one of my guys. Uh, they in the finance department. These guys strictly about numbers and business. Uh, let me see if I can speak with them on this. And uh, what I'll do is I'll see if we can get something approved for you, and then I'll give you a call. So you want to position yourself and tell them that you're the relationship person in the company, and then and then you want to just you know just tell them straight up like, hey, listen, let me get with my guys and see what they think about it. But we really want to get this done for you. You got to just position in a different type of way. You know That's what I mean? Right. Yeah, positioning is everything. Like people say, I don't want to say I buy houses because I don't buy them. You would be a buyer if you found a $100,000 house for a dollar. You are a cash buyer. It just may not right. be for you at this time. You just haven't found it. So, you know, and another thing is I never try to say I am doing anything. I talk in plural. We. We buy houses. Yeah. If you position yourself as we, or we're going to see what we can do for you. Exactly. It's better than saying I am this, I am that. Don't ever yeah. put the, the blunt of pressure on yourself. Facts. Put it on we, the team. Because it is a team. Whether yeah. you're talking about your title company, whether you're talking about your cash buyers, yeah. whether you're talking about anybody, you know, contractors that's doing yeah. a review of the property, anybody. Wouldn't you agree? It, might, it may even be your mentor. Yeah. It, it may even be one of your, your other wholesale buddies. You may need to check in and see, hey, what you think about this uh, price point? Most definitely. You know what I mean? So it's all about, you know, it's all, like you said, it's all about positioning, man. That's all it's about. Yeah, I, they, say, they say they dropping gems. That's right, Harold. That's right. Dropping jewels. Unannounced, just dropped it on them. They say giving yes, no sir. warning, nothing. Just popped up on on the 4th of July. So, on um, the 4th. It is, hey, it's the holiday, happy man. Happy holiday, Happy holiday, you. man. That's, hey, that's what's up, Don't be out there popping them fireworks. Yeah. <laughs> It's yeah. like they got guns going. I say, what yeah. is that? Boom, boom. Yeah. Every day is Monday. Yeah. That's right. Man, it's classic. See <laughs> what I'm saying? That's why I was telling you that sometimes we like to, we don't understand. We in a classic moment right now because when we look at 4th of July next year, we're going to say, what are you going to, somebody may ask you what you doing on the 4th last year. Boom. I was we ain't going to forget it. We that's ain't going right. to forget it. That's, so that's what, to me, this made this even more special because it is the 4th of July. And I popped in on my guy, man. You that's know what right. I was late. I was late. Oh, we on CP in. time. You know how yeah. that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, but it's you know that's the thing yeah. of being an entrepreneur anyway. You know, even when I do stuff like that to bring that up, when people say you know you can't be late, even when you make appointments with sellers, I don't make exact yeah. times with people. Right. I let them right. know, hey, I'll be there between twelve and right. one. Right. I'll let you know when I'm on the way. Yeah. Or something yeah. like I'm that. I never lock too. myself. I do the same thing too. I'm a fan of that too. Yeah, I never try to lock myself in. I'm going to be there at 1. Then you're like, yeah. damn, I'm there at 105. I'm five yeah. minutes late yeah. or whatever. Now you right. got to make an right. excuse or right. whatever. You know, yeah. and I try not to yeah. put myself in yeah. that position once You know, again. the thing about that, though, sometimes with you being like that, you don't know if other people think like that. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So I'm, I'm the same type of person because especially as an entrepreneur, it's important to position yourself. I'll be there between 1 and 2. You know, if you can do it like that, that's great because as an entrepreneur, stuff really do come up. Yeah, it's life. It's yeah, real life. Like, like stuff, especially when you're the, you're the head of a, a of a family, anything can come up at any moment. You know what I mean? Most definitely. So I definitely agree with that, man. I mean, you want to position yourself. You want to do a, you want to do a range. You know, it's kind of like when you talk to the seller. You want to give them the range. You don't want to give them a hard number first off. Yeah. You can't get it out of them. Because so. you're locking yourself in a box. And yeah. I try not to ever do yeah. that with myself because it just makes life harder. I yeah. want to make life easy for me. Yeah. Life easy for anybody I'm dealing yeah. with as well. That's facts. So most definitely. So um, I know you said you got some kind of course. Now, what is this course about that you say? You yeah. say you're teaching how to handle objections or what are you yeah, doing yeah, in this yeah. course? The whole, everything when it comes to um, talking with sellers, sales, uh, everything. So it's uh, 60 plus videos. I'm actually getting ready to do some updates to it. Um, I really need to sit down and add some more videos to the course 
and basically it's breaking everything down in modules, tonality, how to make offers over the phone, how to make an offer correctly, you know what I mean? Everything from price reductions, uh, got 20 plus documents on the course. So, I mean, you walk out of that, I train all my guys, like anybody I hire in my company now, I train them, it's people from other companies that's training their people on the course. So it's not only for an individual, even if you got a team, even if you're a great closer, I'm pretty sure you're gonna be able to pick up something from it to put it in your toolbox. So it was a master art, uh, master art of acquisitions 101. Uh, you can catch it at uh, hustleimplementers.com, uh, um, or you can just go to my IG real estate Diddy, hit the link tree, and then it's right there. All you got to do is click on the link tree in my bio on IG. The same thing with Facebook. So I mean, I got so many testimonies, man. Like a guy just did forty plus thousand uh, from watching the course, and a lot of people think like, man, that might not be that much. In the real estate world, but to somebody in the regular, you know, nine to five world, you just made forty plus thousand. In one deal. In one deal. I mean, <laughs> or, or it wasn't one deal. It was multiple deals, uh -huh. but you could do it in one deal. So you got to think with this man thinking coming out of nine to five world. Uh -huh. That's a, that's crazy for real when you think about it. So that makes me happy when I see somebody who have got you know purchased the course. I see them get that type of results, man. Honestly, at this point where I'm at now. They really feel better than probably even doing the deal kind of a little bit. Yeah. You know? and almost. The only reason I say almost because even when I do a deal, I'm still helping out a seller. Right. So I'm still helping. It kind of feel the same rather than I say it kind of feel better. It's the same thing. I had yeah. a, a call with one of my students last week, and they were telling me how a deal they thought wasn't a deal. Yeah. They went back, locked it yeah. up, made 11 k on a deal See they thought saying? was not a deal. Until we talked about it. And they yeah. said, oh, you know what? Let me go look. I'm like, no, that's yeah. a deal. Go lock yeah. that up. Yeah. And they yeah. did the deal yeah. quickly. See what I'm saying? Denise Moore say, uh, do you cherry pick deals and keep some? Yes, 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 yes. Me and my partner was talking yesterday. We don't even want to say at this point that we got a wholesale company. Wholesale is just one of the things that we do in our company. You know what I mean? I think that everybody should get to a point uh, to operate at that type of, you know, at that type of level. You know, wholesaling is for you to get in, for you to be able to do something with those funds. Because if you never do nothing with those funds, you're going to get beat up by Uncle Sam forever. Mm. And the difference between, really, even millionaires and billionaires is they know how to position themselves for tax breaks and stuff like that. Most definitely. Or they they know how to dodge the taxes. So if you out there just hustling and just thinking about just the money, you know, you got to eventually, you know, change your mindset to worry about how to, and to take advantage of some of these tax breaks. So we flipping, rentals, creative financing, you know what I mean? So we got agents. My lady's an agent. My partner's wife an agent. So you got to be able to position yourself to be able to do anything. Wholesale is just one of the strategies. Wow, most definitely because, you know, and my thing when you say about cherry picking, to be honest, I'm trying to buy them all. I mean, yeah. I don't want to even sell none, to be honest. That's, yeah. that's how serious it is to me. I'm trying yeah. to get 30 doors. Yeah. I'm almost halfway yeah. there. And, yeah. I'm, you know, I just yeah. hit my two-year mark in the business. Yeah. So, so, only you know, yeah. two years in, that's, dope. that's cool to me. It's more than dope. Yeah, yeah, you know, so I'm like, keep yeah. pushing, you yeah. know, even though... Yeah. I mean, all them deals we got on the board right now, yeah. I'm like, how do I, yeah. how can I stay in that deal? Yeah. That's what I be yeah. trying to think. How yeah. can I stay in first? So, but that's just so, my mindset. Yeah. Everybody ain't so, thinking that. They think, how can I get a big old yeah. check? I like a check. Don't get me wrong. But yeah. I want to stay in the deal to get that passive loan money. Exactly. Exactly. Because I got a house still paying me every month right now that I did yeah. back in 2018. One little house. You see what I'm saying? It still pays every month. Every month. Earl, Earl Jones say, do you guys prefer wholesale or creative strategies or both? 
Do we prefer wholesale or creative strategies? It's really more so, to be honest. Like I said, I, me personally, I try yeah. to stay in the deal, but in reality, I let them tell me what they want to do. Yeah. If they're willing to do creative, I'm going to do creative. If they need a hard cash offer and they don't want to yeah. talk creative, because some people don't want to do that. Everybody like, no, nah, I don't trust that or whatever. Maybe they haven't been uh, you know, exposed to it and know what options are available. But there are some people like, no, nah, I just want the money. I don't want to deal with none of that. I just want right. to be gone. Right. The pain hurt me so bad. I just want to be out. Yeah. Give them that lowball cash offer. Beat them yeah. up. Yeah. Can you agree? I like, yeah, I'm the same way, man. I like both, honestly. I feel like both of them is two different type of worlds. You know, wholesaling to me is more fun. I like the thrill of it. But at the same time, I like creative financing as well because you still can get you a fee on top. You get you that you get you that down payment, and then you still get that passive income. Mm -hmm. So you know if it I, ain't nothing like a good sub two deal. Ain't nothing like it. Ain't nothing like it. I ain't gonna lie to you. If you can get any, I'll put it like this: If I had a seller that was willing to do sub two and willing to take a low buy offer, I'll take the one that's willing to do sub two. I'll take that over the, the whole sub. All day. I just did one. Yeah. The one we just closed yesterday. This is gonna be my biggest cash flow. This thing got six hundred dollars a month passive cash flow so on the house. Saying? I got no money in. None. How many of them do you need before you're out of a exactly. job? Exactly. You're out of the job. You're yeah. not working no more. Yeah. yeah. You got 30 of them, you're done. You're done. You ain't got to work no more. Get that number so, up to like six, yeah. seven, eight, ten grand a month yeah. passive. You on yeah. the beach somewhere you're drinking some chili colados. You see what I'm saying? And, 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 and really, honestly, it don't take that long to be able to do that. It don't. If you're gonna if you're gonna move your feet. So Most yeah. definitely. So yeah, I appreciate the questions. If y'all have any more, drop them in there. We'll try to get to them before we wrap this thing up. Yes, sir. Now your name, real estate Diddy. Yeah. Where did you come up with that? And what is that about? All right, so it started out when I was in college, right? 2009. All right. So, you know, back in high school, middle school, whatever, they used to call me Smooth. I grew up, you know, I'm from Dayton, Ohio. I uh, came down here for college uh, when I turned 18, fresh 18, no family, no nothing. So when I got down there, I was hanging out with senior guys at the college, like older guys who was getting ready to graduate. And I was mature, so they called me Unk first. So, yeah. <laughs> you the same age, but you Unk. Yeah. Yeah, I'm unk. I'm 18 years old. They calling me unk because they like he mature, right? So I, I was just a cool guy, you know. I was just chilling, you know. I didn't have too much money when I got to college, you know. As I started, you know, working, you know, and uh, a few other things, you know, ventures I had going on at that time, you know, I started getting more flyer. They start seeing it, you know, and they put the Diddy on the end, like you know, you know, some little flavor that that's unk Diddy right there, right? <laughs> right? Unk Diddy. So I'm, I'm gonna take you through the timeline. I'm gonna take I'm gonna take you through the timeline. So I was Unc Diddy, still mature, a little flyer at this time. I'm still in college though. So back in like 2013, you know, that's when you know wearing like designer stuff got very very popular. And I was still in college. I was you know one of the guys getting seen that I was they were seeing me at the Louis store because I take pictures on the ground and Gucci and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. They took off Unc and now I was designer Diddy, right? Designer, so designer Diddy. Diddy I was always wearing designer. You know what I mean? So then after that. You know, got into, you know, went through what I went through, hard times and all that. And uh, I kept the D, but now it was real estate D. And that's when I was like, I am who I am today now. Wow. You know I mean? So you evolved. Yeah, I evolved. You know, Same. evolved. And if they say you're not yeah. growing, you're dying or something like that, right? Exactly, exactly, man. Like, I'm going to be honest. Like, sometimes, man, like, internally, I take a beating because I know I'm supposed to be learning at a different pace that sometimes I you know, focus on learning that, right? Mm -hmm. You know, because, I, you know, sometimes I got so much going on at one time, you know, which is a good thing, but at the same time, sometimes I don't get time to learn new things, mm. right? So I got to figure out, you know, a way to, I don't really believe in the word balance. I kind of believe in prioritizing, you know, what's very, very important to you, and not only to you, 
but important to your future. You know what I mean? So, you know, that's something that I'm definitely, I'm definitely working on for sure. Most definitely, you know, and it, it takes a lot. You know, personal development is important. Wouldn't you agree? Yeah, yeah, it's very, very important, man. It's very, very important. I'm, I'm, I'm very. I fear not evolving. Mm. You know, I'm not a throwback Thursday type of guy. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? I'm, 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 I'm current. You know what I mean? You in the now, only, slightly in the only, future. You know, throwback Thursdays, man. We, we still <laughs> doing it right now. You know what I mean? And Charles had another question for us too. He said, what do you guys do to keep uh, your mindset strong as entrepreneurs, businessmen? Um, has a lot of twists and turns. Whew. So how do you guys manage to start positive, to stay positive? I ain't gonna lie to you, man. You know, first and foremost, man, I pray. I don't know if they pray. You know, I pray that they pray. You know what I mean? <laughs> but I, I do a lot of, I, I got to spend time with God, man. You know, I, I believe in listening to my internal self. So first and foremost, I do that. I do like to watch like sermons. I like to watch like podcasts. Uh, when I read a book, I think it's not, I don't feel more powerful. You know, do nothing make me feel more powerful than when I'm reading a book. Mm. When I get done reading a good book, a good chapter, or listening to an audio, that made me feel good. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? Like I listened to recently, like three weeks ago, Fifty Cent's new book. Mm -hmm. I listened to it in one day. Wow. Eight hour audio, one day, and that made me feel powerful. You know what I mean? So. That stuff I like to do to keep my mindset right. I like to work out, you know, try to eat as clean as possible. And uh, I feel like that have, that have a lot of, you know, to do with your mindset for sure. So you basically saying you must constantly, repeatedly yeah. program yourself. And, and spread love, man. Spread love. I feel like spreading love is good for the mental. Mm -hmm. You know, sometimes I just, you know, just like to whether hug my lady or hug my son, tell him I love him. You know what I mean? Because a lot of that is too is because... You know, I didn't really, you know, hear that word a lot when I was growing up. So, you know, for me to keep my mindset right, I want to make sure I'm spreading love, giving off that love, you know, and not and watching what I consume in my mind too. You know, that's a big thing. Yeah, so, most definitely, I can agree with that. I mean, it's definitely, you know, you got to get your mindset right. So the way I do it is I kind of program myself because yeah. you know we already been programmed by the right. news, the media, right. the radio, and all right. the junk. Turn that stuff off first of yeah, all, first. so you can cleanse yeah. yourself. Then actually put the stuff in that you need, like listening yeah. to podcasts, audio books. I actually yeah. listen to those uh, affirmations. I go to sleep with stuff on. I right. program myself in my sleep, even though I stay woke. Me too. But, yeah. <laughs> yeah. but in my sleep, I'm even programming because yeah. yeah. I want to get, get this thing right. If you get that yeah. mindset right, all this out yeah. here going to be all yeah. right. Facts. Because you can't right. change other people no way. Nah. You got to nah. get you strong yeah. so that you can you know make the world be what you want exactly. it to be. Exactly. Exactly, man. That's 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 key. Like it's not a. I promise you, it's not a night that I go to sleep with at least one AirPod hanging out my ear. Dang. You know what I mean? So I do the same thing, man. You know, uh, I listen to podcasts. I like TD Jakes, ET. You know, sometimes I might put some jazz music in my ear just to just to smooth me and calm me on down. You know what I mean? So mm -hmm. I'm big on that, man. I'm, I like Miles Monroe too. So I like listening to guys like that, man. So that way, I I, I really care about my internal self. Right, you know, right. I really do, man. I really, I really believe in that. I really believe in God, you know. So I, I, I really care about. I, I can tell the way I feel determines what I see. Mm. Girls say, "Hey, Chris, how important uh, would you say positioning yourself as a, as a question asker in the business, and how do you effectively do it?" Yeah. So everything I do is based on being a good question asker, especially especially on an initial call. I'm a detective with my magnifying glass. I need to identify all their pain points, a situation, uh, a little bit about the condition of the property. How do they see things playing out? I ask that of every seller. How do you see all this playing out, Mr. Seller? 
You know, they tell you, hey, yeah, I just want to be done with the house. I'll be glad to just never go back to it again. Oh, really? You know, they'll tell you that if they're really that right. motivated. But if they're not, they're like, oh, I'm just trying to see what you'll give me. Right. You know, them kind of people, you know, they just right. kind of fishing. Yeah. I mean, I mean, how yeah. do you deal with something like that? Man, I'm like, uh, like you said, I like that example. You know, like a detective. You know what I mean? Especially at like a crime scene. Yes. You want to know a little bit more about the situation. Uh, and at the same time, it's like a doctor. When you go to the doctor, if you tell them that uh, you got a sore knee, when doc come in, he going to ask you like, is it, is it sore on this side or is it sore on this side? Mm -hmm. You know, is it a sharp pain or is it just numb right now? Same thing with the seller. You right. know, I mean, I know you said you got the roof changed. How many years have it been? Mm. You know, how you feel about selling the property? What's your ideal situation? You know, if you don't sell it right now, do you see the situation getting better or do you see it getting worse? Mm. You know, okay, okay, so you see it getting worse. Well, how would it make you feel if you was able to sell it right now? If you was able to sell it right now, I mean, what would that do for your life right now? So you're going in toward the yeah. emotional point. You're yeah. trying to pull out that emotion out of it. Exactly, exactly, man, exactly. I, th I think people don't do enough of that. They just throwing numbers out yeah, there. I give you forty thousand. I, don't I even tell need my team all the time: don't get, don't get, don't get caught in the back and forth game with the numbers. Yes, because that's you the easy I mean? part in reality. At that time, I hate to say that it's a pissing contest. At this, at that time, you know what I mean. Mm. Don't talk numbers unless you talk pain. Mm. Never talk numbers without talking what benefits you can add to the seller. Don't throw out benefits based off what you think. I throw out benefits based off what they tell me. You know what I mean? And then when you pull out the pain and you bring that up, you tell them what kind of benefits you can do for them. You bring up how much, you know, uh, work that the property is going to need that y'all already spoke about because you got a detailed property description. And then you ask the seller, considering all this that we just spoke about, I mean, what do you think is the absolute best you can do? Mm -hmm. Think about if you bring up the property description, you bring up the company's benefits, you bring up the reason that they want to sell and make it, make them picture it in their mind and then you ask them, I mean, what do you think is the absolute best that you can do considering all things that we just talked about? Wow. So, so that, that comes to this. So what about these people that don't really want to tell you a number first? Do you just anchor them low or what do you do as far as a person like, well, I just want to know what you I give mean, me I for mean, it. I mean, let me ask you this. I mean, we're just having a good conversation right here. I honestly want to let you know, man, I actually appreciate you just giving me the opportunity to be able to just speak to you about this today. But let me ask you this. I mean, I know you say that you don't know what you want to, you know, get for the property. But let me ask you a question. I mean, if I said I was going to give you a million dollars, I mean, let's be honest. We both know that you would take it, right? <laughs> In a heartbeat. But, but if I told you right now that, you know, I give you $10,000, I mean, we both know that you would absolutely not take that right. So if you know what you absolutely would take and you know what you absolutely wouldn't take, you got to have some type of number in mind that you would take for the property. I mean, I'm not saying that it got to be a hard number. It could be a price range. I'm not going to hold it against you. I'm not looking to hit the lottery. I mean, what would you say? Mm. Now you done boxed them in from, you know, a few different, you know, a few different ways. You know, you done told them that you know what they would take and you know what they wouldn't take. So you got to have a number floating in your mind. Mm, no because think about it, if you don't know what you want for the property at all, you know, how could you say that you know what you would take for it? Right, or right. you wouldn't take for it. Yeah, and another thing I'll even add to that, I'll ask them, I mean, would you sell it for what you owe on it? Yeah. I mean, some people don't even care about that. They're just like, I just don't want the property. Yeah. I just, you know, because money is part of the deal, but yeah. it may not be all of the deal. You right. know, their, their situation and solving their problem is 
really more important to me most of the time. That's my end, but it may not be the most important to them. That's why asking questions are so important. They will tell you and give you all the ammunition to close them if you ask the right questions. Man, I'll tell some sellers, man, you got to be confident, man. I'll tell sellers sometimes, you know, if you're looking for somebody who can get this off your hands in 10 days or less, you know, you don't have to come out of pocket for any closing costs or any relative fees or commissions. And uh, I may not be the highest price, but I can get it done the quickest. If that mean a lot to you, then I can absolutely do that. But if you're looking to get the highest price as possible, I'm going to be honest with you. I'm not your guy. Mm. And, just let them know. You're confronting the beast. I'm not calling you just to purchase your property. I'm calling you to make sure you get yourself in the correct situation that your situations allow you to be in. Mm. And sometimes you got to let the seller know that even when you throw out a price and y'all can't work out a price or y'all can't do no creative financing mm -hmm. or they don't want to list it with a realtor, tell them that, hey, listen, you know what? I totally respect that. I'm still glad that we spoke to each other today. I'll give you a call in the next week or two just to at least check on you to see if you got a chance to sell your property. You know what I mean? And sometimes mm -hmm. that if you're not that far away, you got to really call these people. you got to really follow up with them. Mm -hmm. But don't make it so obvious of that you're just trying to get their property to make money right. because that let me know that you're just thinking about your pockets but if you really care about their situation your delivery gonna come off different hey listen you know what i totally respect that we couldn't get nothing done today mm -hmm. you know price money mean more to you right now than getting it done quickly and i totally respect that that's your perspective i can't know but respect that but what i will do is it's not the last time you're gonna hear from me mm. you know i'm gonna give you a call in the next week or two uh because listen my main objective is not about me just purchasing your property. It's making sure that you get to your next destination the way that it works for you. So I'll just follow back up with you, and I wish you the best of luck, homie. You'd be surprised how many people call you back. Because they know you're real. I thought about it. Mm -hmm. You know what? I, I, I think I want to work something out. Mm, they like your delivery, yeah. your confidence yeah, they level. They, they can feel, feel it. it. And you yeah. went on and been honest with them. Yeah. I've had sellers say, I appreciate you being honest with me. Exactly. I'm going to tell you, man, I mean, I may not be your guy. Yeah. I mean, you know, but yeah. if you want to get it done, let's do right. it. So you're all about making sure you meet, you let them know up front yeah. and confronting it. Because a lot of people yeah. try to dodge out. Well, I don't really want to make that offer. It's kind of low. Right. I mean, how do they overcome that kind of feeling of a person right. that's kind of scared to make well, that offer? I think, it's your, I think it's not overcoming the feeling. I think it's more of overcoming your perspective as you uh, of what you're looking at it as. Mm -hmm. Instead of thinking like, "Oh, it's, it's a low ball offer," you need to think like this: I need to throw a low, low. I need to throw a low price range because first and foremost, you never just throw a hard number low. You always throw a price range, and the reason that you're throwing that price range is not to make you scared, but for you to reset the seller's expectations, mm. right? Because you got to think about this. You reset the seller's expectations when you throw out a low number. Now, if they accept that low number, you're going to hit a home run. Exactly, yeah, because there's a lot of people that feel like, you know, I don't really want to give them that low number. Right. When you're talking about wholesaling, it's, that's the game, man. Right. I mean, there ain't no right. way I can get around it. Two ways right. you're going to make money in it. One, you're going to buy that thing at a low, low wholesale price. Yeah. Or two, you can give them a higher price if they're willing right. to do some type of creative terms. That's it's it. Simple. There ain't no other magic sauce. Right. Only way right. you're going to make money. Simple. It's that simple. I mean, that's as simple as it get, to be honest with you, man. You can't make them say in a house. No, nah, can't do that at all. <laughs> they need to come down to my price. No, exactly. you can't control these people. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. You know, so cool, cool. So you say people can connect with you on Real Estate Diddy on IG. And what's this website again for the uh, for the package they want to go get that training course? So you got, uh, you got Real Estate Diddy on IG. You got Keith Everett uh, Jr. on Facebook, Real Estate Diddy on Twitter. And uh, hustleimplementers.com. If you don't see it there, you can always go to my link 
Uh, link in the bio on Facebook. It's going to be a link tree. And then on Instagram, it's going to be a link tree as well. And you can always find the course right there. So it's that easy. Right, right. In regards to that course, too, is that something for a beginner? Or do you think they need to know a little bit first? Man, you know what? It's something for everybody. It's something, no matter if you ain't did a deal yet or you're doing a whole lot of deals. Mm -hmm. You know, and actually, a lot of people don't know this yet, but we're getting ready to come out with a sales academy as well. Uh, we got the hustle integrations. You know, we hustle implementers. Uh, we're getting ready to start doing a lot of integrations on people's polio. we already been doing a lot behind the scenes. Uh, that's getting ready to drop as well. And uh, we got our next two-day transformation coming up, too, August the 14th or 15th. Oh, so all right. we got a couple different things going on. And... Uh, that's pretty much about it, man. The two-day transformation. What is yeah. that? Are you really transforming yes, people? Yes, yes, most definitely, man. So what happens is we teaching people not only to make six figures, or we teaching them how to run a six uh, a six figure a month business. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? I can't guarantee you that you will make six figures, but I can guarantee to show you the blueprint that we doing that's mm -hmm. working for us. And we don't want you to stop doing anything that's working. We just want you to take what you learn from here and just implement it into your business and make it better. Just add it on into there. Yep, yep. That's right. Ain't nothing yep. wrong with it. Add to the party. Any more yep. questions over there, uh, Justin? All right, cool, cool. So like I said, y'all give this video a thumbs up. Give it a like. Give it a share. Um, I did want to ask you a couple more questions. So um, you, I know you have a partner. At what point in a business do a person need to get a partner, should get a partner, or should people yep. pretty much stay by themselves? I don't, I don't think people necessarily have to have a partner. If they're hybrid, what do I mean by hybrid? That means that if you know how to be the integrator and the visionary, mm -hmm. you know, me, myself, I'm not necessarily a hybrid, you know, I'm a visionary. My partner, he's the integrator, so it's kind of like peanut butter and jelly. You go right together. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I feel like uh, eventually, if you're looking to scale up and you're just a visionary, you're going to have some type of person in your company that can work the systems, that can send out the marketing. You know what I mean? That's very, very important. You're going to have somebody to be able to keep up with the books and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. So I feel like that starting out, I mean, you don't have to have a partner. And you don't never have to get a partner if you're a hybrid. But eventually, as you're trying to scale up, you're going to have to bring some other parties you know, into the, into the situation. Wow. Now, that's what I'm talking about. So yeah. that's great. That's great. So real estate, Diddy, dropping yes, jewels on the 4th of July. Yes, sir. I appreciate Fireworks. everybody. That's yes, right. <laughs> Yeah. Shooting yes, them sir. out there. Yes, sir. Appreciate you coming yeah. in. Um, and, and any closing statements or anything you want to make for the family? Hey, man, just just have a good day today. You know, spend time with the family. You know what I mean? And just, man, keep hustling, man. Keep hustling. Remember, you know, you're never supposed to let the people that you look up to out hustle you. You know what I mean? Especially if you ain't even at the place that they at right now. So just keep hustling, man. Ignore your emotions. You know what I mean? That don't mean nothing while you hustling. Emotions is not needed because that can slow you down. So just be, you know, emotionless. I mean, emotionless, and just keep going, man. That's it, man. I definitely want to say I appreciate my guy again, Fourth of July, and I uh, appreciate everybody that's watching. Who's gonna watch it? That's right, that's right. So people that are watching on the replay, make sure you leave smart comments down in the comment section. Get this video a thumbs up. Don't forget to follow, subscribe, and ring that bell if you're watching on YouTube. And we're gonna do it. I'll be live again on Monday night with uh, Antonio J. Holman out of Florida. And, you know, we do the Monday night show each and every Monday night, 7 o'clock Central Time, 8 o'clock Eastern, bringing on heavy hitters for you. Today's was a special event with Real Estate Diddy. Hit him up. Follow him. Tell him, hey, man, I saw you talking to Chris Monroe. I, I mean, you, you, was, you was resonating with me. Let him know. Let him know what you so, think. All right? It. So do what you do. Be who you be. And I'll see you before you. See you. Hey, we have
and we have. And we have Mr. I stay and Mr. I stay Today's broadcast is being brought to you by WokeSkipTracing.com Look up phone numbers and email addresses with ease With pricing as low as only 15 cents per match Not per search, per match If there's no number or email address, you don't pay Get accurate data in just minutes. WokeSkipTracing.com. That's WokeSkipTracing.com.